Good afternoon. This is Rich Nass, Executive Vice President with Open Systems Media and leader of the Embedded, Embedded Computing Design franchise, where we talk about things like IoT and Embedded and Industrial and all, the, all that kind of stuff. I'm here for this week's Embedded Executive interview, and this week my Embedded Executive is Larry Blackledge, who is the General Manager of Corvo's Programmable Power Management Business. Good afternoon, Larry. How are you? Good afternoon, Rich. Doing good. Good. I'm glad to hear that. Um, so, programmable power management business, that's, um, that leads me right into what I want to talk about. How the heck do we reduce power? Um, every day we're hearing that um, it, we have to reduce power for everything from things that run on a coin cell up to things that are server farms and everything in between. Um, what are some of the, yeah, I'll put you on the spot here, what are some of the things that uh, I'm not really aware of that people should be doing to reduce power from a, from a system perspective? So um, for, for designers, using some of the latest technology and analog ICs, uh, they tend to be much more efficient than ones that were out a few years ago. And this is based on the architecture as well as the wafer processes that are being used. Okay, but that's not um, revolutionary. I mean, we, you know, we we can certainly wait around for lower power ICs to become available. But what else? So, uh, so for example, one of our our new ICs is we've taken a PCB with what we call the bag of chips, which is a microprocessor and four or five analog ICs, and we pull it into a single IC and call it the power application controller. And what this gives, say, one of the big markets for it's refrigerators. And uh, it, it allows us to take uh, 220 volts or 110 volts AC out of the wall, comes into our 600-volt capable power, power IC, and we can clamp the electricity and the power down to a notebook PC sleep level when the refrigerator is resting. And this makes a huge difference in, say, Energy Star compliance. Okay, that's a pretty good point. So are you designing a smart refrigerator that can shut off various components at various times? Or is it, is it, is, is it I won't say dumb, but is it, is it a, a dumb device that when, when it gets too warm, it turns on, when it gets too cold, it turns off? So um, this allows the manufacturers of, of, say, something like refrigerator, washer, dryer, that sort of thing, to use a single IC to run the brushless DC motor. And the brushless DC motor itself is probably 50% more efficient than the typical AC on-off motor. Um, and this allows a single IC to run that. And then since we control 100% of the power, we can sleep it at a very, very low level. In a power tool, you have exactly the same issue. Everything's brushless now. You look at the power tool, garden tools. Uh, we are very, very efficient for running the battery, so you get much longer uh, runtime on the uh, lithium-ion cells. And uh, we can do things like communicate with Bluetooth um, in, in the case of a commercial tool to a job site, um, uh, the foreman, and they can control the tool. So the tool starts to become smarter. Same way with the refrigerator and the appliances, they can communicate with a separate IC uh, over Bluetooth or Wi-Fi and report the status of the refrigerator. Is it low on Freon? Does it need service? Is the motor going bad? That brings up a, a really good point, though. In, 
if if you were to enable that, wouldn't your subsystem at least have to be on all the time? Uh, so basically we report, um, like in the refrigerator case, when it's up and running, we, we take data and save it, and it reports whenever um, the system is on. So it doesn't report continuously. It just sends packets out when the system is on. And with the power tool case, it would wake, wake up on occasion and see if the foreman wants to enable the power tool. Interesting. Okay. And how would that affect system cost? Uh, so in our case, going from these um, baggage ships, this one microcontroller and four or five analog ICs to one and shrinking the PCB usually saves about 30% of the cost. If you wanted to add uh, Wi-Fi or Bluetooth to it, it can be done for another dollar or so uh, in the home appliance. So it would add that much. Is is that what's the right word? Um, is is that allowed to add a dollar? Because a lot of these things that are in huge quantities, a dollar is well beyond what, what they're willing to add. Yeah, the smart refrigerators seem to have, and you know, the home appliances that are smart seem to have a premium. So they're, you know, they're no longer the $500 refrigerator. They're kind of the $1,200 to $3,000 refrigerator. So they tend to have space for the extra buck. Oh, wait, please don't tell my wife that. That's all I need is to, to buy a $1,200 refrigerator. <laughs> Okay, but you're saying it's worth it, that at, at the end it, of the day, you're going to save all that money and it'll all come back to you in the end, right? I think it absolutely is. It also gives a new revenue stream to the uh, equipment manufacturers for software as a service. They can uh, have a maintenance agreement, for instance, and they can tell when the refrigerator needs service and they can roll a truck. And this potentially gives them a revenue stream from the consumer who may, may buy a extended warranty, for instance. What does that do for somebody who is afraid of being hacked? Because now you're sending information to lots of new places. So, so for us, for our products, we enable the communication path. Whoever in, uh, implements the software for this would certainly want to have security layers on top of it. And you can imagine this connecting to your Nest or your um, uh, Amazon Echo or Google Home, that kind of thing. So it would have that level of security. Okay, fair enough. So we're just about out of time. So, But before I let you go, we've talked about a lot of things that are available today. What are we looking at two years down the road? So uh, one of the new uh, uh, technologies that's coming out in the next uh, – it's out now, but uh, getting more popular is, say, GAN devices, uh, gallium-arsenide. And what this allows is much smaller uh, power supplies for electronics. So you can imagine having a, uh, apple, say, an apple sugar cube size um, power brick that you put in the wall, sugar cube size, but it runs your MacBook, okay, or it runs your PC. And it allows the shrinking of these and in, in a very power-efficient way. Uh, so as those become more popular, you're going to see these conquer power bricks that uh, typically live in the middle of your cable for your, your PC or your TV or anything become much smaller and, and more power efficient. That sounds great. I look forward to that very much so. I'm afraid that's all we have time for, Larry. Uh, thank you for being my guest. That was Larry Blackledge. He is the general manager of Corvo's programmable power management business, and I'm Rich Nass with Open Systems Media. Thank you, Larry. Have a great day. Thank you very much.